check once again, it's the incredible Hoops Animal, the uncannable Odd man, he's number one Covers the hardcore better than anyone From sun to sun, get your weekly dose of hoop news and more Always getting more than just the final score Ball is life and life is ball High school to the pros, he covers it all Hoops Talk International, we at it again Climb to the top of the backboard and tell a friend Hoops Talk International, at it again The odd man better than anyone else Else, my friend, yeah. Back once again at Hoops Talk Nation podcast. It's your man, Oz Man, Stevenson, keeping that basketball conversation going. And and we recently uh, witnessed the induction of uh, another NBA great. Uh, entering into the NACES Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Tracy McGrady spent 15 years in the league, was an elite scorer, no question, and uh, sat on the top of the NBA world for, for quite some time. And to, to see him being inducted in the Hall of Fame is, is, is pretty special. Considering myself uh, being a T-Dot resident and remembering his rookie year and his early days uh, here in the city. Another gentleman who remembers those early days quite well joins me. It's my man, Sharon Wright, uh, former uh, Philadelphia 76er, Raptor, Clemson great, and he's on the program. What's happening, Sharon? Hey, Hard, what's going on, man? Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't wait for the morning to get here to talk to you, man. It's been <laughs> great uh, watching and, uh, you know, everything, seeing what you've done the last four or five years, man, has been great. So. Always good to get on with my boy, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate this. And I mean, it's, it's been a minute and I got to apologize, but you know, you're out there doing things. Uh, you know, you got to, uh, you know, you got to keep yourself moving. And I, I've been all over, but uh, always, you know, broadcasting me is a part of me. And I love getting on with, you know, guys like yourself and chopping it up. And, and, and when, you know, when the whole McGrady, Tracy McGrady entering into the Hall of Fame sort of, you know, percolated and was, and, and you know, it was, you know, he was actually getting in. I was like, man, I, I I know someone, I know someone who's got some perspective on T-Mac, and we'd love to get him on his program, so we hear him, man. So thanks for doing this. <laughs> oh, man, come on. No problem, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so tell me, when you see Tracy walk into the Hall of Fame where some of the best, well, the greatest basketball players I've ever played have entered, and you see a guy like Tracy McGrady, a guy that you remember well from his very at his age of 18 years old, uh, wet behind the ears, uh, coming in as his first year in the Toronto Raptors. How does that make you feel, man? Besides old, I don't want to say you're old. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> you know, um, you know, at that time uh, when Matt came in, uh, we we I mean, he really was just like we were in in a way where. You know, we were we were a, a very young franchise at the time, so we didn't. You know, him being a high school kid really was just like, wow, we're young, but he's even younger. You know, and and, uh, and Damon and I talk all the time about that type of stuff. But, you know, uh, we were, I mean, we were only one and two years in the league at the time ourselves. Right. So you know, that that's what makes it even special to see everything that Tracy was able to accomplish. And, now, I remember him being drafted and Isaiah saying, okay, well, he's a young kid and we're going to have to make sure that we take care of him. I, you know, I'm like, I'm third year in the league. I'm like, who's going to take care of me? It's like, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, obviously he came in at a time where, uh, you know, he, he was unproven. I mean, right. He came from Mount Zion, 
high school, they incredibly athletic ability, but just didn't know the game at the time. Uh, so he was fortunate to have Alvin Robertson, myself, Damon, you know, uh, especially Doug Christie. Even before Vince got there, I'm talking about those years where, yes. you know, he didn't play a whole lot. Like, right. he, there were games he didn't play at all. And, and so, you know, that, that kind of tells you all the hard work that Tracy did. Sure. Uh, because he, he didn't, I mean, under Darrell Walker, he didn't play a lot. Under Butch Carter, he didn't play a lot. You know? So he had to earn those minutes. And, and having that first year or so of not really playing, all that did was just push Tracy. Right, right. He just, so he just worked there. And, 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 and what really is amazing about that, to, to have that kind of ethic, like at such a young age, I mean, he, he was, like you said, as young as he was, and to be able to understand that I can't, uh, I, it's, it's not my time now, but I'm going to sit and be patient on the bench and wait at that age to understand the significance of that and still work through that. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't say he understood it, now. <laughs> <laughs> or liked I it. I didn't say he liked it either. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like it, but he, he did it. And, uh, oh, I mean, what what, a, what an amazing, talented, and gr- one of the greats of all time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that he became. Uh, there's so much that I could say, uh, like stories, because see, back then, man, we had so much going on. We were in the community a whole yeah, lot. Yeah. Things that a young player doesn't really want to do. Like, we had to be in the community. We had to be in Scarborough. We had to be, in, you know, in Hamilton. We had to be everywhere. Right. And, and, and push this game uh, because, I mean, it wasn't a welcoming basketball community other than people like yourself. Right. Like, you had to, that game, the game had to grow in Toronto again. Right, right. And we had to do that. And so Tracy didn't want to do, you know, he may not have wanted to do the school visits and stuff, but he, he got out there. I mean, he learned by having old heads like, you know, some of the guys like Earl Curitan and John Long. Right. He was around those guys. Right. So you can't, you know, when you're around guys like that and Isaiah Thomas to boot, like you can't help but but be, you know, grow up quick, you know, right. and learn how to be a pro. And he did that. And boy, did he do that and he took off. You know what, what uh, to me, when I when I watching uh, the induction of Tracy McGrady and having – him be uh, welcomed into the hall by Isaiah Thomas, the guy that drafted him. And, and uh, you, you, you know, you, you think of, but way back then, Isaiah certainly, uh, when you make the decision to draft a high school, you're, you're taking a risk because you never really know. I think there's, there's, there's more possibilities of things that might go wrong than successful based on, you know, all the things that are out there in the world. And, you know, Isaiah is almost like he had the foresight uh, to say, no, he recognizes talent. And here he is now, you know, 20 plus years later. And, Wow, incredible. Yeah, and th- there's a huge risk. I mean, there there's a risk with Kevin Garnett. There's a risk with Kobe. Mm-hmm. There's a risk with Moses Malone and, and some of the other guys. But, you know, you just – Tracy also had a great family, mm-hmm. number one, uh, support system. So it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't as hard as you would think. I mean, he, he comes from a great family. Yeah. Uh, you can see the great family man that he is now. You know that all that played a part. Like, and, and his family was close knit. So, you know, we had different things. You would see Tracy's family. He wasn't left out. Right. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, when you see stuff, man, it, it, it's a kid that just, you know, he don't really have the support system. Right. But Tracy did, and that that was huge too. Plus, you know, Daryl Walker and, and 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 our crew, like we all were family. You know, we were family in. And and uh and you know just the 
guys that got along. We all got along. So, right. You know, that right. was, that was, that was cool. He and Doug, Doug was always like, you know, Doug had been on teams. I had been on other teams. And right. Things like that. So right. That's how you, that's how you get to that point. You, you know, I, I, I thought it was, uh, so, uh, he had so much class and respect by acknowledging so many of his, his former teammates. And, uh, he went all the way back. And I, I do, yeah, I believe he actually did mention Doug as well, specifically. And, and, uh, that, that just goes to show you the level of respect and appreciation, you know, and he went on even talking about, uh, you know, I think he had a message to his children. He was talking about, you know, don't forget who you are. Remember your character and all these sorts of things. And that rang true, man. Like when you saw him and you listened to what he said and, he, and, and how he spoke, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. full of class, man, full of class. Yeah, I'm mad that he didn't mention me, but that's all right. I'm going to get it. 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 Yeah, man. Me and Damien, we got something to say. Yeah, hit him up. What's your most memorable T-Mac moment or memory when you think back in the day? Um. Okay. Yeah. I I think the, the, one of the biggest ones. There are a couple, but one of the biggest ones is uh, you know, one of the things that Isaiah did with us in the off season. Tracy just wasn't strong enough, so we had a street trainer named Chuck Mooney, man, one of the best guys ever. Yep. Chuck Mooney and Chuck would like, come around in the summertime, <laughs> and he had to follow Tracy around. So when he got to my house. Like, he would go with different guys right. all summer. But he had to spend the most time with Tracy because Tracy was just wasn't strong enough. Right. He was weak. You know, not weak, but just, you know, yeah. frail, frail right. and stuff like that. And so he was telling me that, man, like, he had to do a lot to get Tracy to get into his routine. And, you know, Tracy would oversleep and stuff like that, man. So <laughs> that was always, you know. And then, you know, the whole, the whole getting Tracy acclimated to pro-life was not easy. Mm. And he, you know, he he had to get ready to, you know, you know, like you, we have to get up in the morning, and then you got to get up and get, you know, we lived in Queens Key yeah. at the time, yeah. And so you know, sometimes traffic in the morning was crazy getting over to the leader. So yeah, you know, you got you got to compensate for that and yeah. stuff like that. That 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 was always really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, Mac was uh, he he was he was different, man. Yeah, he was different. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's when you sort of look over the course of his career and look, even uh, even after he left Toronto and what he was able to do in Orlando and later in Houston, you know, where he had some of his best years, uh, it was just absolutely phenomenal. And 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 I think when you look at you know the significance of what he did as a player, you know, here he is, uh, you know, he he stepped away from the game, uh, injuries, you know, caught up with him, uh, you know, but yet he's still entering the hall at this stage of his career. And, you know, and, and all the naysayers. Well, he didn't have a title. What is it? it doesn't matter. He was still a great player, and, and it's proven. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff with J.R. Smith did is, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. So you're telling me that Carl Malone shouldn't be in there or Charles Barkley shouldn't be in there. Right, right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because that's basically what you're saying. Right. That's, I think that's horrible. Right. Downright right. horrible to say. You can't, like, I mean, you can't downgrade the concept accomplishment that way. Right. That doesn't make sense. No. So, no. so I think he handled it with class as Mac always does. Yep. He handled it with class and you know he didn't have to you know, he just kind of put put the situation in its place. And right. I love that. Right, right, right. And, and and that's why it was so fitting, you know, in his speech where he said, I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and 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 I and I, I think bang on, he absolutely well is deserving, uh, and he's proven over the course of his career. 
Uh, say what you want. The guy's a great player, bottom line. That's it. He had great numbers. He had great numbers. He did great in pressing situations. He won a lot of games. And he was unstoppable for a good while, for a long time. Yeah. So, I, hey, I, they say what they want. But Tracy Brady deserves to be in there. And I'm proud to have played with him and, and played a part in his development and, and him, you know, as, as a teammate and stuff like that. So, I'm very proud of that. Very cool. Very proud of that. Very, very cool. And I think there's a lot to be proud of. And uh, uh, it's good to sort of uh, reflect on. He also should be proud too. Yeah, I know. Well, and, and that was it. I'm gonna tell you something. When 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 it was announced, you felt the excitement right across the city. It was like our guy is in. And at the end of the day, yeah. many will always look at Tracy McGrady as our guy because he was. Oh yeah, so, he was man. It, it, it was, he was. It, it so was it's good. Yeah. You know, when this goes. Whenever he stops playing, then Vince goes in and he's crazy. I don't know if Vince you know, is going to so, stop, man. He's just going. He's like a machine. He just keeps going and going yeah, and going. Yeah, Vince, Vince. I mean, you know, Vince, is, he takes care of himself, too. Right, so, I mean, right. that's what he Which, which but, uh, you know, and, and you look at what makes Vince so incredible. Uh, you know, he was a high flyer. He was a Duncan. And, you know, oftentimes those types of players, their shelf life isn't as long. Uh, but he was able no. to transition transition his game, and every so often he'll jump up there and show you he still has a bit left in him. But I mean, I'm 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 impressed with Vince, and you're right when he gets in as well because he he will get in. Uh, I think it'll be a great thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Vince will be a first ballot. Yeah, for sure. He was going with a Toronto Raptor jersey. That's what I think. That's what the T dot needs now. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna definitely go in as a Raptor for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't see any other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, what other jersey could he wear in there? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Making make, make the nation proud. And and even going back, we were talking about the, the recent documentary, Tiff sort of highlighting his uh, contributions and his impact. Uh, it, it, it's a really big thing because, you know, that Vince Carter effect, uh, he turned on a lot of the current players today in the game that, I'm not, I'm not saying they wouldn't have been attracted to it, but certainly, you know, really inspired them. And, you know, you think back to the early days in, in Sharon, you know, you and the, those first, those, those early years were part of that, that crew that was sort of growing this game that was brand new. We're, we're a hockey country. Yeah, yeah, and it, it forever will be. But it's like that piece that I wrote, you know, for, for, for uh, that time. That's yep. what I meant. Like, yep. you know, having the, having the, the, the foresight <laughs> that, that Isaiah had, you had to pick the right guys. Yes. You had to pick the right guys who didn't mind, you know, going into a, really a foreign country, basically, and, and going in and changing the culture of basketball. But, again, I mean, I feel like there would be no Andrew Wiggins. Mm. There would be, you know, there would be none of those guys. Some of those guys that we see there playing great, Canadians, that, you know, there wouldn't be some of those guys if we didn't do what we did. Right. If there were, you know, Jamal McGlure's and, and, and those guys. Right. There would be none, none of those guys. Uh, there will be no R.J. Barrett, who I right. think is going to be one of the best players oh in the league. Oh, my, oh my God. I, yeah. I played against Rowan. Rowan's my guy, but I had no idea his kid was like that. <laughs> <laughs> that kid is unbelievable, man. Yeah. And he, one day, mark my word, he'll be the best player in the NBA at some point. Yeah. He's that good. He's that good. Man. Yeah. And, so, and, 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 we open those yeah. doors. Yeah, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely, hands down. And uh, it's, it's exciting to watch her that you were talking about that next generation because for, for me, you know, you, you look at that next generation, 
and 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 for me, the fact that they're able to look back and acknowledge the you know the generation prior to them uh, is huge, and and so much respect, and uh, I love it, man. I love yeah. it. So. Yeah, me too. And they and they do they do give that that homage. They pay homage. Cause yep. I see it. You know, um, you know, uh, you know, with some of the some of the jerseys when I watch the you know We the North, I see all that. I mean, that <laughs> makes me feel good when yeah. I see you know some of that stuff and, and that they pay homage to what we did. And, right. And uh, and whenever whenever I talk to Damon or Popeye or any of our guys, you know, we always we always say that we always right. acknowledge that that as well. Wow, wow. It's, it, it, nice to see you still keeping up with your Canadian roots there, uh, Sharon. That's awesome. You really, yeah, I mean, well, you, you, you help with that. You help with that. Yeah. And, uh, um, I like to get up there for, you know, for different things, or Caravana or whatever. But, yep. you know, and then, you know, I, I mean, they're they're one of my favorite teams. So, right. you know, I love Kyle. I love DeMar. I love, you know, what they're doing. And, and uh, we just need one more piece, man, to get yeah. over the hump. Like, yeah. But yeah. they're great, man. I love, I love, you know, love that. Very cool. Very um, cool. I think, I think both of those guys will be Hall of Famers too. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they yeah. keep on this trajectory, absolutely. And because if you look, you know, each and every year they keep getting better and better and better and adding too. And yeah. and really, really, and he, and you just said it, one more piece. I mean, you, you think of adding another dynamic score or, or maybe like a, a real good lockdown defender or something that frees up them up a bit more. Someone that can, you know, relieve, alleviate the pressure from those two guys. And I think sky's the limit yeah. after that. I think they need, they need two things. I think they need a Doug Christie type guy yeah. who, who can just really defend, man, the, you know, the, all yes. the small forwards yes. and, the, and the two guards in the league yeah. and let the Rosen do what he does right. and, and Kyle will do what he do. And then I think we need, they need, um, I like what they got in, in, um, uh, uh, the African kid that, Ibaka. that came from uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, and then the big, the big boy, the center. I like him Jonas. too. But they need a couple, of, another big off the bench. They need a, a lockdown defender. Right, right. I think that's what they need, and, and, and I'm sure, um, I'm sure they'll get that. So, and 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 the interesting thing is, I mean, what you're talking about, you're talking about, you're not necessarily saying you need a superstar to do those things. Those are role player type pieces. Which which yeah. which you can find. They're not hard to find. There's tons of role players, guys that know this is my job and I'm going to do this. So you know that that's what kind of makes you, at least for me, that kind of gets me excited about the potential because it's it's not like it's not like it's a Rubik's cube and you're trying to figure out this complicated theory. It's simply these are the two pieces that are needed. We need two role players to step in and do this. Amen to that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It's not like they haven't had certain pieces, but I just think um, they need that, and, and they, 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 they definitely are on the way to getting that. Got you, got you, got you, got you. What's uh, before we get out of here, Sharon? What are you up to these days? What's happening in your world? I know your, I know your, your kids are balling out of control, but uh, uh, what else is happening, <laughs> man? Yeah, just uh, being a uh, being a good dad, man, and uh, doing a lot of developmental stuff for kids in this area of South Carolina. You know, obviously, I went to Clemson, so being down here is really good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they still love me here, so I'm all right with that. <laughs> and uh, and just you know, just just uh, living vicariously through my kids, and that they get their dreams going the way I did mine. That's pretty much it. I, I enjoy teaching the game. Right. Uh, I still enjoy that. I still enjoy development and and uh, and staying in this game. I mean, I love coaching. I love AAU circuit. Yep. Things like that. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's been great. I cannot complain, and 
and uh, I still got, you know, the, the, the love and, and everything from my family. So I'm really good with that. Nice, nice. So, so your, your daughter's at Auburn, your son's at Wake Forest. Well, my daughter's at Auburn. They, you know, she transferred from Clemson. Right, okay. And this will be, she set out last year, so this will be her first year at Auburn. Okay. Playing. She's been there a year, but she had to sit out the transfer move. Right. And my son uh, committed to Wake Forest. Okay. But he's in prep school this year as for his senior year. I see. I see. So he he's a, he's a twelfth grader. Wow. Uh, so I, I want him to be in prep school. Yep. That way he can get his body right and stuff yeah. like that, and he'll yeah. go right to Wake Forest. Yeah. And 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 their goals. I mean, you know, it's funny. You, you, look, my son, my son's eleven years old, so he's not where yours at. At least not at least not yet. Uh, but you know, we we uh-huh. of, we often talk about at the age of eleven. You know, we always talk about you know how do you uh, uh, get sports to take care of your education? And you know, and here you are at that yeah. stage. That's got to feel good. Yeah, it does. I mean, I haven't paid a dime yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's great because I mean, but I, you know, I, I've always looked at it like, you know, they've been around the game, and 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 certainly with them being in Toronto when they were really little. Yep. Uh, and having the relationships that they now are fruitful for them because of my career. Right. And, you know, just obviously, you know, them not, you know, a free education, it doesn't matter what they do on the floor to me, what mm-hmm. they do on the court. Yeah. They have a free education. They have a window to go through that God, God has provided for them. So I don't really, you know, it's not about the game. Although I like when they play well, yeah. uh, but it's not only about that. Right. And, uh you, 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 I mean, you step on your dad. Like, your dad's been this and that, and you've had relationships. I think, and even with your son, you know, he's been around the game a long time. He's, yeah. at, his, he's at, you know, uh, the games all the time. So he sees it. Right. And, and, and around it. And that's a plus. It's always yeah. the same. Right. That's why you see so many ex-players, uh, kids doing well. Absolutely. Because they, I mean, you're by association. You're gonna be around the game, and it, and that and that's when you learn. Right, 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 right. And 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 the learning piece is big. Look, the 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 physical attributes, you know, they'll they'll come, you know, when they come. But that that mental component, yeah. uh, you know, that when that starts young, you know, you, you step on the court and you see the game differently, you understand it different, your perspective yeah. is different, and those are the things that contribute to to how effective you are as a pro player. So I I hear you one hundred percent. Of course, man. And you know, you can look at it like like. Steph Curry and Steph Curry were ball boys in Toronto. Wow. You understand? They were they've been around the game a long time. So of course there are no big moments for them. Yes. Been, you know, they were ball boys for when Dale was playing in Toronto. So yeah. you know come on man. Like yeah. you know that that's that's something that you can never teach. Can't teach that. Right, right. So 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 a, a guy like you, when you see them stepping up and, and, and being these great players, you're not shocked because you're it's almost like well, oh, what, no. what would you think? What do you expect to have happen? Yeah, what do you expect? They, I mean, they they've been at NBA shootarounds shooting against you know the best shooters in the world, and and they've been in situations where they have to they've watched playoff games and they've been right there and they've seen what it takes, blood, sweat, and tears. So of course they're going to work their butts out to get there. Right, right, right. I I I could vividly remember a story of uh, uh, Steph Curry talking about having to play one on one against Vince Carter and Vince never letting him win. Like so, I mean, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've never let him win. <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. But man, listen, Sharon, I, I appreciate you taking some time and 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 rolling through like this. Uh, I know we we uh, you know Tracy McGrady and him entering the Hall of Fame was a big deal for a lot of people, and why 
what started this conversation. Yeah. But, you know, all the other, uh, when we get together, it just naturally flows in all sorts of things. Uh, and, and today is no different. And I appreciate you uh, doing this. And, and we, we got to catch up again, my friend. Been far too long. It's far too long, brother. At any time, you know that. For sure, for sure. To our listeners, you've been, you've been checking out the Hoopstock Nation podcast. I'm the odd man, Audie Stevenson, uh, and this is how we do it. Thanks for listening, and we're gone. Later. <laughs>